0: Edda Tekoglu is a seasoned philanthropy professional with a keen understanding of the business and helping others in need. While she is currently the Chief Development Officer for Table to Table, a community-based food rescue program, philanthropy is her lifelong passion. For over a decade, she has been working on initiatives, to combat, hunger, and homelessness in the tri-state area and abroad. She understands the challenges and works tirelessly to connect donors to these important causes going to discuss her journey today. Thank you, Etta, for uh, joining me today on Making It Here and There. Um, you know, I'm glad we were able to catch up a little bit before our, our interview and I just can't wait to talk about, you know, philanthropy and all the different initiatives you've worked on over the last couple of years, especially since we graduated uh, the New School together.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Um. So, just tell everybody what
0: you, where you currently work and just some of the other philanthropic initiatives you've done over the last couple of years.
1: Sure. Uh, so I'm currently the Chief Development Officer at Table to Table, which is located in Hasbro Heights, New Jersey. Um, prior to joining the team, I've worked for nonprofits like the American Red Cross, Delivering Good, and East-West Institute.
0: And how did you get into, you know, the uh, philanthropy and like nonprofit work?
1: Sure. So when I was in sixth grade, my history teacher, or actually my social studies teacher, uh, taught us about Kosovo refugees. And as a kid, I just couldn't understand how people were fleeing their homes and being displaced. Um, So um, that specific day, I wanted to do a fundraiser um, for the Kosovo refugees. So that was kind of the beginning of how I got involved in philanthropy.
0: And so that was, would you say, is your was your pivotal moment that sort of led you towards, you know, the life that, you know, and what you do today, your day to day. Why don't you tell us about some of the other like uh, initiatives you worked on because you've, you've done a couple things um, definitely over the last couple of years, but, you know, even even while we, we were in the new school.
1: Sure. Um, so from my social media platforms, um, I built an incredible team called the Fight Against Hunger Team. Um, so every year for the past 10 years, we've done fundraisers off of social media um to provide awareness to different um, you know, people uh, in need of meals um that has been in domestic projects as well as international projects. And the most incredible thing about this um fight against hunger team is we have had the opportunity To engage kids and teenagers to be the voice for those in need. So, you know, each kid or teenager will make a 60 second video uh, to post on Instagram and provide awareness for the kids that are just like them. Uh, who are in need. So um, over the last 10 years, we've fundraised over $200,000 for various organizations, Uh, so um, the most important thing for me has been, you know, engaging um, our future in philanthropy and showing them that they have the power to make a difference and to always be the voice for the voiceless.
0: Where do you find like where do you find these really nice children and teenagers that want to go on camera for 60 seconds?
1: I have amazing friends and family who have great kids.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but that's really sweet
0: though, because I feel like when when we're when we when we're kids, you're, you're taught, you know, to be very grateful for what you have. And there are others who are less fortunate than you. And you know, you read books like, you know, a Christmas Carol and you know, that, you know, you don't want to end up like Tiny Tim, you know, begging for food. And I, I say this because it's it's the holiday season, but I feel like, you know, did, is it natural? I mean, I know it's probably something to, this, there's probably this whole like psychological study behind it, but do you think it's natural for um, an individual or person to want to give to those who who do not have?
1: Yeah, I I do think, especially as a kid or a teenager, um, that you know once you teach uh, the youth that there are kids or teens just like them who are unable to eat a meal or are living on the streets. Um, I think our youth are very bright um, and they do understand that they're very fortunate and that they should do their part. So I would say across the board, we've probably had over 50 um, kids and teens involved in our program um, Mm -hmm. and they've all loved it. Um, So I do think from a youth perspective that people are very interested um, in helping those in need. I do think as we get older and uh, we all have our own day-to-day challenges that sometimes we forget uh, those in need, but, you know, I always say my job as a human being is to always um, let people around me know that they have the means and the power to make it impact.
0: And I think sometimes as we get older, we get very jaded about, um, you know, I think we, this is something we were talking about before we started recording, but you know, you wonder where the money's going. And I feel like that's, you, you know, there's all these things that get exposed in nonprofits or these types of charities, especially um, when it comes to stuff abroad, you know, you find out the money didn't actually go there; it just went to somebody's pocket, and that's and that's really um, disheartening. You know, the um, the work that you do, how do you ensure that it it, it goes where it says it's going to go?
1: Sure. Um. So um, when we do fundraisers on my social media platform, um, like for example, I just finished doing a sleeping bag drive uh, for the homeless of New York City. So mm-hmm. I created an Amazon registry. Uh, so instead of a bridal registry or a baby registry, it was a sleeping bag initiative for the homeless. So mm-hmm. I picked the location, and then people bought over two hundred fifty sleeping bags. Um, and then I went to the nonprofit and handed it out and did recordings. The <laughs> of us passing out the sleeping bag. So I think it's just being transparent, right? I think communication is really important and telling your donors how the money is going to be spent. In this instance, you know, it was very clear, you're going to buy a sleeping bag, these are your options, and I'm going to go pass them out. Um, And for example, with our sleeping bag initiative, um, I've been organizing it for four years. So my job always is to be very transparent. Uh, For example, this year, um, I could take less footage because of COVID. Um, So when I was passing out the sleeping bags, I couldn't, you know, take as many pictures or videos that I wanted but okay. on a normal year, I would. So I was very transparent saying, hey, I need to wear an N95 and really be careful of being a certain amount of distance um, when passing out sleeping bags to the homeless population, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's all about communication and just being transparent of the situation that you're working in, but also just showing um, your donors the incredible work that you're doing. Do you,
0: uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you, you did something where you slept rough in the sleeping bag right, in New York City?
1: Um, I actually never slept on the streets of New York City, but I have, uh, you know, sat on the streets of New York City to do footage uh, and mm-hmm. to provide awareness.
0: Okay, okay, so that's where that came
1: from. Yes, uh-huh.
0: I think, because I think I saw some of those pictures, so I was like, Of oh,
1: course, wait. yeah, no, I know. I've, I've taken photos in uh, different parts of Manhattan, so I'm sure you've seen those.
0: Yes, yeah. okay. Um, What are some of the other challenges that you encounter as um, somebody who works in the nonprofit and philanthropy field?
1: Sure, um, I think it's going back to what you said earlier. I do think some people just don't believe in nonprofit. And unfortunately, I think you know people do focus on the a few scenarios that the media does um, release on organizations and the way they spend their money. But I would like to say that there's a lot of amazing nonprofits, a lot of amazing people who work more than 40 hours a week, who are really, really working on making an impact in society. Um, so I think, you know, this challenge or the opportunity, I would say, is really telling people the incredible work being done in every nonprofit, right, um, mm-hmm. and the, the results of it, right? I think results are really great because the story can be, you know, there's X amount of people who are hungry, the lines right. are long but you know, tell us the positive side, you know, because of these programs, you know, X amount of people have had a meal for the last two years. Um, So I think the opportunity is just always trying to be as transparent with people. Um, That way people feel that their dollars are going to good use.
0: And I feel like another um, challenge is um, charity fatigue. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, it's a I'm gonna use a I'm not gonna say the, the nonprofit, but the nonprofit um puts on a lot of commercials mm-hmm. um with um you know to a Sarah McLaughlin song, I don't know if this is ringing a bell for you. And uh, you know, you do see these um animals getting mistreated and they're they're pulling animals out of uh what they call them, the, the farms and, and and whatnot. And you see that, you see that, you see that, and you wonder, well, is it going anywhere? And you're saying that a good uh, remedy to that is to say, well, we, we've accomplished a goal by, like you said, doing X. Like, you know, we said we were going to raise this many dollars or, and then feed this many individuals or collect this many sleeping bags to, to help this many people. Um, is there anything else in terms of like combating this charity fatigue that you see so often?
1: Sure. I think right now we are seeing um, a lot of issues um, across, um, you know, not only the United States or internationally, and people are just trying to provide awareness to those issues. Um, I do understand the donor fatigue. Mm -hmm. I think from the nonprofit perspective, the challenge is they're trying to bring as much awareness as possible. Mm -hmm. And yeah, sometimes we do see this commercials 10 times within an hour, yeah, um, you know, but, then, <laughs> um, but I think they're trying to do their part Mm -hmm. and providing awareness and the great work they're doing uh so sometimes i think it's just trying to understand what the goals of the charity is Um, but i do think you know 10 commercials perhaps every hour um, is a bit too much so i think it's it's all a juggling act right it's like you know how many times can i provide awareness while not creating donor fatigue, right? And that's Mm -hmm. always a balance, whether it's nonprofit or you're a corporate, right? It's how many corporate commercials can you see in an hour as well? Um, So, you know, I think it's a balancing act for everyone.
0: And I think like, you know, this is something we were just talking about before about social media, It's, it's, I mean, it's not just social media, but any type of media, it's how many touches do you, do you make on, or how many impressions are you making on somebody before the, the message sticks? Before you remember, before you say, when you go to the food store, well, I wanna purchase this product because, oh, I remember the commercial. I remember the jingle. Um, and I think that's, I, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like that's the same thing that, you know, charities and nonprofits are up against, you know, how many touches are, and how many impressions are they're gonna make to stick, you know, if I, and I think um, there's another nonprofit that's very, very big. And everybody thinks of it this time of the year, because it's so synonymous. You know, every time you go to a store, a larger store, there's somebody outside ringing a bell and having the canister collecting the, the money. Mm-hmm. It's these are these types of impressions that you make that you remember and you think, okay, well, I, I'm going to go in there and purchase a gift for, for myself or for somebody. Oh, but I also should be putting putting the, the same type the same money towards helping somebody else, whatever that, wherever that money goes is is a different story. But I guess that's where, you know, these things are important to try to, it, like you said, it's a, it's a balancing act It's if yeah. walking a fine line. Yeah. Um, there was something, another point I wanted to make. Oh, Um. we were talking about this before too. The, um, the idea that there's a difference between national and large Charities, as opposed to local. Um, why don't you talk about like the difference and and, ha- and what kind of impact those the diff- the impact those the the two different um, types make?
1: Sure. Um- you know, as far as an analogy, I would say it's like supporting a local business and uh, supporting a national corporate company, right? Um, And without, you know, talking about any large corporations, you know, we, I think across the board right now, people are promoting uh, for people to go and purchase items from local businesses, right? Right. And Mm -hmm. I would say the same um, model should go towards local nonprofits, right? There are a lot of amazing local nonprofits right now, whether they're fighting hunger or working on racial equity, um, they are on the grounds making sure all of our local neighborhoods are doing the best that they possibly can. So um, I would ask everyone to support, if they can, um, support your local nonprofits for the holidays. I mean, uh, with the COVID numbers going up, just from stats that we know, um, the local nonprofits do have a lot more work to do than I would mm-hmm. say a normal December, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be my pitch to everyone is d- support your local businesses and your local charities.
0: Definitely. And I think that's something that it, like you said before, it isn't said enough.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: we, we hear about the business, the, just the businesses and, and not that they're not important and not yes. that they're not, you know, but you, where's the piece about the non-profits? Uh, mm-hmm. And you're supporting your neighbors who you know are unable to support themselves, especially during this time.
1: Correct. It's very important.
0: What would you say is the biggest takeaway from the work that you're doing, professionally and and even you know in your own personal or side, nonprofit side charity and philanthropic uh, work that you've been doing?
1: I think you know my personal purpose. I at least this is what I tell myself is okay. to tell people that, you know, you don't have to be rich, you don't have to be, you know, a large corporation to have the ability to make an impact. You know, for example, for the organization I work for, you know, if you donate a dollar, we provide 10 meals. Mm-hmm. And there's different business models for different charities. Um, you know, I do think a lot of people always say, Oh, well, I don't have enough, you know, much money, but I'm going to give you $100. But I just want people to understand that that $100 dollars really makes an impact in the work that people are doing. For example, in the organization that I work for, $100 is really 1,000 meals. You could feed 1,000 people for $100 dollars. So I think what I would say to everyone is that we all uh, have the responsibility, okay um, to help our neighbors, whatever that looks like um and you don't have to have lots of money or lots of power to do this um i think it's each of our responsibilities to give back
0: now what would you say now i'm gonna throw a zinger at you what would you say to um this idea that there are people who are especially during the pandemic but even before the pandemic even started there are individuals in this world that are you know making boatloads of money. And I say boatloads, like yachts full of money. And you know, they, they, there's the, with this idea that like, well, you know, they could, you know, whatever they made that last hour that could feed, you know, a country for a year this types of analogies. But wh- how, how do you respond to that? How do you respond to that, that idea that like, well, why, why should, why should I care when this guy or this woman or whomever is making you know, buckets of money, like in an hour, what, what, you know, that, that person should be donating. That person should be the one, you know, you know, they're the ones who are, who are because of capitalism, or let's just say that let's just because of capitalism, they're the ones who are making the the money. Why aren't they the ones who are supporting those who, who who aren't making that type of money, who could really use the help?
1: Um, I would say that are, that there are a lot of Billionaires who are very wealthy people who are devoted to giving um, away most of their wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, you know, there's a lot of middle class people who give more than they should because it's something they believe in, I would say it doesn't matter how much a person is doing or, or making, that people on all different scales of wealth are giving back. Yes, there's there are always people, there's always exceptions in life of where we do see people not giving back as much as they should. But I would say that there's a lot of amazing, incredible, high net worth individuals mm-hmm. or high net worth companies who are mm-hmm. giving back and doing even more than I would say they should. So mm-hmm. I would say it basically, you know, balances itself out
0: okay it it's it, it's good that you said that because even um the company that i work for um they do you know matching which is you know i think a lot of people don't realize that that there a lot of i mean it depends on how big your organization that you work for or company that you work for but a lot of them do some sort of matching
1: right.
0: programs which is is nice right you know you, you you know you put you put so much money in they're going to get you know, so much, I feel like that's like once a year, right? They do, like, they kind of do a lump sum towards uh, wherever you end up donating. Another one is, um, you know, they do, a lot of big corporations do have foundations, you know, depending on the corporate, I know like for the one I work for, um, they have specific interests that they, you know, for STEM programs or um, the city that, that their headquarters is, are, is located in, you know, they'll, they'll fund programs and initiatives, especially for, for, for children. It, it, there. Um, that's something that's another resource that I feel like people don't really look into or or don't tap into.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, um I think right now, for example, back to what you said, a lot of people don't know that their companies do a match. And I do know that some companies have withdrawn their match because of what's going on within their companies. So mm-hmm. I would suggest to each person, you know, talk with um, either your HR or look at your employer's website to see if they currently are doing a match. Because if you do have the capacity to give $100, it does double. Um, and in some places, they unfortunately had to cut that benefit.
0: Wow, okay. Um, what are some of the, the initiatives you're looking um, into working on in 2021?
1: Yes. Um, so if,
0: if we, I know it's like it's like if only I had the crystal ball. But
1: um, so you know the issues that um, I've been working on, I do believe um, will become even more of a need. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, hunger. Um, we're already seeing a tremendous increase in um, the need for meals. I do think Q one and Q two of 2021 we will see an even higher need mm-hmm. um and then the sleeping bag drive i really do it just um to engage followers um you know to realize that even a 20 dollars sleeping bag is something that people are praying for you know unfortunately um there are people who live on the streets who um do pass away every year um, mm-hmm. from you know the cold weather um so it's just really uh working on initiatives that i've been working on um just probably working even harder
0: yeah and what do you how do you envision the future um of philanthropy and charity yeah
1: you, um that's again, a great if you had the crystal, had the crystal ball <laughs> but um i'm loving your questions that are um being thrown at me but i i would say that um people are coming together more, Mm
0: -hmm. in my
1: opinion, um, than what I've seen in the past. I do think um, people are paying attention more to their local nonprofits. They are focusing more on their local neighbors who are struggling. They are paying attention to um, the people working at the supermarkets or the hospitals. I believe that after all of this, uh, and once we get through it, um, you know, humanity uh, will get better um, and kinder. And some people might disagree with me, but look, um, what's currently going on, it's really tough. And yes, the world is not perfect, you know, uh, it's not a pocket full of sunshine. But I do see a lot of people going out of their way to be kinder. Mm-hmm. I see people going out of their way to help their, you know, older neighbor who can't go to the supermarket, right? People, mm-hmm. you know, haven't been focused on that because we've always been in a rush to go to our jobs, to the gym, to whatever our life is. And I think for once we can all just breathe for a moment and re- pay attention to the other people around us who are struggling.
0: Mm-hmm. You are very positive. I- <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, that's, that's what,
1: that's what great. I, I have,
0: that's what's great about you.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It, it
0: and I feel like another thing that um, and we kind of like touched about it. And just if you were talking about the the work with the uh, the children and the teenagers is just the role of social media. And I, you could say that over the last couple of years, definitely, but even more so because now people are really on their phones a yeah. lot, yeah. and getting that engagement. Um, through those channels, I think is is gonna be a huge, is is a huge trend now, but is going to continue to be a a big trend. I
1: agree, I think the other thing is that people do wanna live in a better world, right? People Mm -hmm. wanna be on a winning team, right? You know, I think we all have the capacity to only deal with X amount of negativity, right? Mm -hmm. Eventually, we just all wanna belong to something great. So I think um, through social media, I, I do hope, and I already see trends like this, is that I do see people coming together to do good um, mm-hmm. because of social media platforms.
0: Definitely. And I, and I feel like one other thing, too, about what's interesting with social media is just the way that it's getting presented is going to be, um, it is going to change, is going to, uh, how do I say, Not evolve in a certain way that is authentic. I hope. Yep. Um, And because you said the transparency is very important, but I think authenticity is also very important. I feel like that's, you know, with all, all the other types of movements that are going right now, going on right now in social media, I think authenticity is one of the the biggest. So it doesn't look fake. It doesn't look staged. It doesn't look, um, just you know, just 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 for the gram, just for the photo op. It's it's because you know you're doing it out of, truly out of the kindness of your heart, not because, oh, it's a good photo op. Oh, it's I mean, you know, you're still gonna get that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, obviously, you're still gonna get that, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like that's gonna be even more important. I think yeah, people are yeah. gonna be really looking out for that. Um, is there anything else that you, know, you wanted to talk about, anything that you wanted to share that you're working on or?
1: No, I've just been very, very busy mm-hmm. uh, with philanthropy. Um, but I would just like to remind everyone that there are a lot of amazing people out there who are working day and night to make this a better world. Um, and yes, I am positive, but I really do see that, and I do believe that. So there's light at the end of the tunnel. and don't ever forget that.
0: Thank you, Edda, so much for for talking with me today. It was really um, I feel like you definitely shone a light on like, like I said, the, the the idea of breaking down some of the uh, misconceptions and talking about some of the positivity around Thank the movement, so <laughs> <and> despite <laughs> despite the world we're living in right now, is very uh, can be very negative.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Thank it's been a pleasure. You.